We're taking a break here at the Grace-Filled Food Freedom Podcast, but don't worry, we're not leaving you hanging. Each week this summer, we're counting down our top 12 season one episodes. So tune in each week and get the best of the best content to inspire you to keep moving forward. Then you'll be all ready for our new episodes that are coming out in the fall. Here's today's countdown episode. Enjoy. Welcome to the Grace-Filled Food Freedom Podcast. In this podcast, you can expect to be inspired and equipped to ditch diets, eat well, and let your light shine. Every time you listen, you can expect practical tips straight from the Word of God that are going to get you on the road to food freedom today gooey bites of deliciousness that will make you shimmy in your seat because you know that God is speaking directly to you. Are you ready? All right, grab a fork. Let's dive in. In this episode, I'm going to talk about why you, a Christian woman, needs to embrace childlike faith in order to reach her health and weight loss goals. I'm going to share three really important tips to get you started. But before we dive in, I want to share something super important with you. Not everyone will have had the best childhood experience. They may hear verses that speak about God's never-ending love and His grace and His compassion on us and not be able to relate whatsoever. And if that's you, first, I wish I could give you a hug and tell you that God's love is perfect. Your life experience has tarnished what God really offers you. And I'm going to ask you to set aside that for just a moment in order to look at this with fresh eyes. So before we get started, I'd like to read this verse from Matthew 18, 2 through 4. All right. So then Jesus called a little child to him, set him in the midst of them and said, Assuredly, I say to you, unless you are converted and become as a little children, you will by no means enter the kingdom of heaven. Therefore, whoever humbles himself as this little child is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. Whoever receives one little child like this in my name receives me. Jesus loves the little children, we say. And there's a good reason, because their childlike faith allows them to receive from him in a way that us adults with difficult life experiences can And so as we move into that space, we're going to be able to experience things in a much, oh, much more wondrous way. So the first thing that children do that will allow us to move forward in our health and weight loss goes with the Lord is that they trust that their parents have their best interest in mind. We need to know that God has not only our best interest, but the interest of our children, our families, those around us in mind. I, I imagine, you know, how we often have an easier time trusting him with the bigger things. You long to get married, you long to get pregnant, you long for a new job. And we're able to place those things at the foot of the cross a little more easily than we can the smaller things in our daily lives. Just as he does not reveal the end result of our lives to us, so he also wants us to walk step by step in our health and nutrition with him. 
So let's use the example again of getting married. You long to find a husband and this is an, feels like an empty space in your life. And so you trust him day by day by day. Some days are better than others. Some days are a little bit harder. But you know that ultimately he has your best interest in mind. It's the same exact thing with our health and fitness. It's reaching out to him on a daily basis, regardless of how well it's going, knowing that he will guide and direct your steps. That you can open the refrigerator and actually pray for guidance. God has your best interest in mind. Your goals to be healthier, to lose weight, to look a certain way, to be around for your children and grandchildren. He sees those. And he is able to sift through your desires, your heart, to find your heart's desire within it. He knows us better than we know ourselves. And he cares even more deeply for ourselves than we do. So the first thing that we need to do to have childlike faith is to trust that God has our best interests in mind. The second thing we need to do is to run to him when we're hurting, even if it's our own fault. So my daughter is a bit clumsy at this age. I counted the bruises on her knees, <laughs> on her legs the other day, and I think I counted something like 19 little bruises. <sighs> Even when she makes a choice that is contrary to some great advice that I've given her, like not climbing on the couch, she still runs to me when she falls and gets hurt. She knows that I'm going to accept her and love her regardless of that poor choice that she may have made. My arms are always open when my heart is always broken when she's hurting. In the same way, we can run to God no what. If you're hurting because of something that another person had done to you, run to God. And we know that like that perfect father, he will wrap us up and he will defend us. If you're hurting because of a choice that you made, you made a poor food choice that snowballed into something that just felt out of control for you, he is still those welcome and loving arms. He doesn't despise you because you made poor choices. Now, he may look down on that choice that you made and remind you of why you don't climb on the back of the couch, <laughs> but he's not going to run your face in it. He's going to pick you up, dust you off, and show you path of life. So the second thing that we can do to have childlike faith is to run to our heavenly father when we're hurting, even when it's our fault. The third thing is that we're going, that children ask liberally and with confidence, but they know that a no may come their way. They don't care if they've already eaten, you know, half of their Halloween candy. They're still going to ask for more. And they know and they trust that the parent, you, has their best interest in mind. It is okay to go to God with crazy requests. He knows that it's in your heart. He knows what you long for. But we go with open hands and say, just like my daughter when she was little, she would find something the unusual leaf or something outside, she would bring it up to me and say, what is this, mama? <laughs> we can do the same thing with our Lord. We can approach him and say, God, this is a desire that I have and I'm asking you to grant it to me. But what is it? <laughs> like, what is it that I really want? And I'm trusting you, God, to grant me the desires of my heart because you're a good, good father. And so that childlike faith allows us to come to him 
and pour out whatever we're feeling. Thoughts, feelings, emotions, a messy spaghetti knot of contrasting uh, thoughts or feelings. And he's still there to help us unravel it. He will pick out that needle in a haystack that's truly for your goodness, and that's what he will deliver to you. So bring those desires to God. Tell him, I want to eat an entire pan of brownies right now, Lord, and expect him to help you work through it in a way that is for your good. So I want to share another thing about this relationship between parents and children that can really be eye-opening for you. So how do parents encourage their children? Our daughter is learning how to swim. And I was giggling the other day at how ridiculously excited we get for even the most pathetic attempt at doing something new. And she'll try to swim and barely make it to the wall. um, And we are cheering and clapping and jumping up and down because of her efforts. And she thrives and she tries more and she tries again and she feels encouraged. This is how our Heavenly Father feels about us. He's not pointing out the fact that you were paddling your hands and your feet at the same time or that you did something that wasn't quite right. He's applauding your efforts because he's the perfect father. In the same way, we can encourage ourselves in the Lord. Celebrate those small changes that you make, no matter how tiny they are, because that is exactly what you need to keep moving forward. If you beat yourself up over the mistakes that you make, you're not going to do it again. If my daughter attempted to dive down for um, something at the bottom of the pool and she did a terrible job and I just went on and on about all her flaws and how she didn't kick hard enough and she didn't, you know, Whatever it is, she didn't grab for the thing in time. If I went on and on about that, I can guarantee you she's not going to try it again. But when I applauded her and affirmed her for her efforts, that made all the difference in the world. And she's learning to swim because of that. And you too will learn to swim or to fly, however we want to look at it, when you encourage yourself by the by the winds that you have. And so... I I think that that is a great place to jump off for us, a great place to say, okay, on those days when I'm feeling hopeless, how can I have childlike faith to move forward? How can I run to God with my goals and my dreams and trust that he has my best interest in mind? How can I go to him after a really bad day when it feels like everything is crumbling apart and I'm never going to get this? How can I go to my perfect parent with childlike faith and expect him to do something? How can I ask liberally, even when I'm feeling like it's just wacky and crazy that I want this and allow him to help me process those thoughts and those feelings? And finally, how can I encourage myself in the same way he encouraged me? Because when you bring the Lord into every area of your life, well, it changes everything. Oh, and P.S. If you're struggling to put the Lord before your weight loss goals, 
Oh, sister, you are not alone. I spent years so afraid to yield my weight and my body to God because I thought he'd want me to be unhappy in my own skin or to be honest, overweight. But the reality is, is that God wants you to be comfortable and confident in him. And he wants to be first in your life. That's why today I want to share the Overcoming Weight Loss Idols worksheet with you. In this simple four-page little workbook, you're going to be asked some questions that really get to the heart of the matter so that you can put God before the scale so that your goals can be a result of your relationship with him rather than being focused on the scale. Doesn't that sound like what he would want? I believe that's what he wants for you. So be sure to download it and dive in today. Oh, just one more thing I almost forgot to ask you. If you have just a couple of minutes, could you hop on over and rate and review the podcast? It turns out that they really, really value your opinion. So if you could let the world know how the Grace-Filled Food Freedom Podcast has helped you, it will help you spread the message to other women who need hope in Jesus and food freedom through Christ. Well, it certainly was lovely to spend some time with you, sis. I hope that you're enjoying a taste of food freedom. Now, if you're looking for more of an entree, I'd love to officially invite you to my Platinum program. It's a six-month deep dive, start-to-finish program that is going to immerse you in God's word and God's plan for food freedom. You can find out more at gracefulplate.com forward slash platinum. And while you're there, be sure to get on the waiting list. It is the most fun, most practical, most productive time you'll probably ever spend on a waiting list. Be sure to check it out. I'll see you there.